If you want to have mental clarity, if you want to have a feeling of being satisfied, zero dip in blood sugar and energy levels midday, if you want to control your weight, if you want to increase lean body mass, if you want to decrease body fat, protein is your best friend. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to EML Radio. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet, but arguably one of the most important and most beneficial pieces of nutritional advice you will ever get. I'm going to share with you my, what I call the cardinal rule of nutrition. And that is simply protein first. That means protein first in your first meal of the day, which hopefully is breakfast and that you're not skipping breakfast and protein first in every single snack and every single meal throughout the rest of your day. So there is a host of reasons why protein is such a critical macronutrient. And I'm not going to geek out on all of the science with you today, but I do want you to leave this episode with a solid understanding of what protein does in your body and the hormonal effects of consuming protein that ultimately will allow you to lose weight, feel satisfied, have mental acuity, sustainable energy, and overall feel satiated and have less cravings. Protein does all of that for you. So let's just start with what protein really does. It is a building block for skeletal tissue, right? So every bit of connective tissue in your body is built by protein. So first and foremost, if you want to have a strong, resilient, lean-looking body, you absolutely have to be eating enough protein. And unfortunately, most people are not. I think I've shared this fact with you guys before, but in all of my years of coaching, I have literally only come across one individual out of hundreds, if not thousand by now, Different people that I've worked with and different food logs that I've looked at, there's only been one person in the history of my coaching career that actually was eating adequate protein. So I'll just throw a number out there. This is kind of a broad range number. You definitely want to check with your doctor before you follow anything like this. But unless you have kidney issues or something else, a medical issue that you're dealing with, you should be aiming for one ounce per body pound. Really. And most people, most gals I've worked with in the past, you're only getting sometimes as low as like 20 grams of protein a day. Average is probably around 40, maybe 50 at most. That is not going to cut it. So even you gals that may not be overweight probably have high levels of body fat, even if you're a small size, simply because you're not consuming enough protein. 
So a lack of protein in a diet for someone that's athletic or works out or is a fitness enthusiast, what that leads to is that skinny fat look. You've heard me refer to it as like the pancake ass, right? You've got to have protein in there in order to build lean tissue. And for those of you that aren't lean and are struggling with your weight, this is hypercritical for you because we need a high level of lean body mass in comparison to body fat mass in order to increase our basal metabolic rate. So I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but I want you to understand this. Your BMR or your basal metabolic rate is basically your metabolism. So that's just what is burning at all times. And in order for you to sustain weight loss in the long term, you've got to work on increasing that BMR. And protein is how you do that. Protein starts as the building block. It allows you to build lean muscle mass and lean connective tissue. And that muscle mass is what increases your metabolism. So that's kind of how it works on the weight loss side and why it is so critical to, you know, body composition for one, and then also for long-term health. Because if you're only consuming anywhere from 20 to 50 grams of protein a day, when you're 50, 60, 70 years old, that doesn't look good, guys. That is going to lead to all sorts of joint issues, hip issues, broken hips, inability to recover from an injury or a fall. So Let's just say protein is absolutely critical as the building block for your whole entire body. But let's just talk about why is it so important that you have it first thing. So here is where it's important for you to understand kind of the benefits of protein and then what it does as a hormone creator, for lack of better words. So protein creates a decrease in a hormone that's called ghrelin. Ghrelin, I can always keep them straight by remembering that ghrelin, I think it was like this gremlin. Ghrelin is what causes you to feel hungry. So studies have shown that consuming protein first will actually decrease ghrelin. And in addition to that, it increases leptin. Leptin is the opposite of ghrelin. Leptin is that hormone within your gut that tells you that you are satisfied and that you are full. So The awesome thing about consuming that protein first is instantly, it's the first thing in that gut and it will reduce your hunger craving hormone and it will increase your satisfied hormone. Like how easy is that? And you know, it's always frustrating for me. I have no idea like who the fucking genius was at some point that decided to tell people that eating carbs first thing in the day was a good idea. You've all heard it, and I think it probably came somewhere from the bodybuilding world years and years ago, I mean decades ago, where they would say, you know what, you need to eat your carbs early in the day because that way you have time to burn them off. That is complete and utter horseshit. Your body doesn't just store carbohydrates in some kind of like side tank and then you burn them off throughout the day. It's not like a gas tank. You don't have a, like a carb tank on your body. What happens with carbohydrates is if you don't have a need for them, If your muscle glycogen is completely topped off and you haven't done anything, those carbs have to go somewhere. They don't just sit there. So what your body does is it breaks them down and it stores them as fat for future use. So from a body composition or weight loss 
point of view, there is nothing worse that you could do for yourself than to eat carbs first thing in the morning. The other thing carbs do first thing in the morning is they cause an increase in your blood sugar. And that doesn't even mean necessarily really starchy carbs. That can be even things like fruit, right? Obviously, the lower the glycemic, the less impact it has on your blood sugar. But the bottom line is it doesn't matter. We don't want any kind of increase in blood sugar first thing in the morning. So we avoid carbohydrates first thing in the morning, period. You eat those carbohydrates later in the day and you eat them after you have had adequate protein and you've had adequate fat. That adequate protein first thing in the morning and it being first thing that hits your gut also will keep that blood sugar really stable. I mean, protein has virtually no impact on your blood sugar. So if you think about it, it'll give you long, sustainable energy because it also is harder and takes longer to break down. So when you have that protein first, let's just kind of sum it up. Here's your benefits. It is going to hit your gut and it is going to give you awesome hormone regulation in the form of your hunger and satiated hormones. It is also going to give you a great benefit in regulating your insulin. So you're not going to get a big insulin spike because there's virtually no sugar in those proteins. So now you've got zero hunger craving, you feel more satisfied, and you have sustainable energy. And when you add a little fat to that, you have absolutely like the perfect recipe for the whole rest of your day. So it is critical that you have protein first, first thing in the morning. And I say first thing in the morning, that doesn't have to be like instantly upon waking, but too many people right now are focused on fasting when they don't really have even the basic principles of good, healthy hormone balance and gut health in place. So the last thing you need to be worried about is fasting if you actually don't even really know how to eat. So that first meal, protein. And then what's going to happen is once you have set that kind of like stable environment within your blood sugar and within your gut for the day, you are less likely to crave sugary foods and carbohydrates throughout the rest of the day. There has been some like just vast studies done on this, which is really kind of fascinating. I think it was like the Department of Internal Medicine somewhere. Don't quote me on that. Um, I would have to look it up. But anyway, interesting study where they followed some college students. Now, these were like people like in their, you know, like late teens, early 20s. So people that already have a real kind of like good baseline health, most likely. They followed these people and they noticed that when they skipped breakfast, they consumed on average 50% more calories throughout the day because they skipped that breakfast. Because what happens without protein first thing in the morning, your blood sugar will then drop. If you have no meal, blood sugar will drop. And when your blood sugar drops, then you have cravings. And that's why what happens all of a sudden by like one o'clock in the afternoon, you're like, holy shit, I am starving. And then what you'll crave is going to be carbohydrate because your body's smart. It knows that carbohydrates will give you immediate energy. That's why you crave them. So we can't allow that hunger to set in at that level. And we avoid it by having protein first. And then you just simply follow that rule with every single meal. So let me tell you, two last things. The ideal breakfast will be 20 upwards to 70 grams of protein. Now that depends on your body weight, okay? 20 to 70 grams of protein to start your day. And healthy fat in the form of avocado, 
olive oil, a good healthy fat. And then your carbohydrate at that meal should only be green, dense vegetables. Stuff that is nutrient dense and that is not going to have barely any kind of impact on your blood sugar. That is absolutely the most beautifully designed breakfast. And then you kind of just follow suit with that and mimic that meal throughout the rest of your snacks and meals through the day. So snacks are important there. You've got to make sure that you're employing the protein first cardinal rule, even with your snacks. And then second thing I want to leave you with, because I already know a lot of you already, this is the first thing that popped into your mind. Well, Evie, does my protein shake count? (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The worst time of day that you can have a protein shake is first thing in the morning. Anybody who has ever worked with me, the very first thing I will remove from their diet is a protein shake for breakfast. And you're probably going, well, why? Well, here's the deal. For one, that powdered protein does not create the same hormonal effect within your gut. So it doesn't kickstart the proper gut hormones to keep you satiated throughout the day. And that's simply because it's already broken down. Think about it. There's a big difference between your body having to break down a piece of chicken or a piece of sausage or a steak or some eggs than it is protein powder. Just looking at them physically, like you don't have to think any further about it. Of course, the powder that's mixed with water just goes right through your gut instantly. So it is not having the same satiating and energy-providing benefits that a whole food protein is. And then the second fault with having that protein shake first thing in the morning is most of you don't just shake it with water. Most of you at least put one, if not several different fruits in there. And then in addition to it, you grind that sucker up. So now you're basically just getting a powdered protein that isn't giving you any kind of benefit. And you're sucking that down with fruit that you've now just basically turned into juice. So you're increasing your blood sugar increasing insulin. And keep in mind, insulin, just as a little kind of side note here, insulin is a storage hormone, guys. Storage hormone means that your body's going to take it as quickly as it possibly can and store it. And most of the time that's getting stored as fat. So no protein shake for breakfast. Sorry, all of you that that's like your go-to. Have your protein shake if you must after a workout. But my advice always is that you don't even need it at all unless you're a high-level athlete. So hopefully that was helpful. I love these conversations. These little kind of adjustments in your diet, guys, can take you so far. Just another example of how nutrition just doesn't really have to be that complicated, but you just have to understand a little bit about how your body works and then ask yourself how you feel after you eat certain foods. So I want you to try it. Try that cardinal rule, protein first, add a little fat. And then watch how you feel. Do that for about two weeks straight. And then I would love to hear from you. So here's a truth I'm going to leave you with today. If you want to have mental clarity, if you want to have a feeling of being satisfied, zero dip in blood sugar and energy levels midday, if you want to control your weight, if you want to increase lean body mass, if you want to decrease body fat, Protein is your best friend. All right, we'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, love these short little conversations and hopefully you find them extremely helpful in improving your health and your happiness and your overall lifestyle. We'll see you next time. 